Christmas custom to gather around the radio to hear and to enjoy a Christmas carol. to stay up and listen before dreams and visit of Santa. We get a great deal of pleasure planning and preparing this Christmas gift, and now it's ready. Off come the wrappings, off come the tags that say, please do not open till Christmas. Hello and welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast, the podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y. Also, the Chestnut Appreciation Podcast, I'm your host, Tyler, the Christmas carp of this podcast. I'm your co-host, Jordan, the able skipper of this podcast. And I'm your also host, Kevin, the boiled wheat of this podcast. <laughs> And next on NPR, we're going to have uh, a woman talk about uh, how she makes her Christmas decorations out of compost. Why Why would anyone eat boiled wheat for Christmas? Like, what is what is the allure? What is the Christmas spirit behind boiled wheat? Uh, well, first of all, they live in Serbia. And uh, second of all, it's a ritual food. Most likely used even before Christianity, since the ingredients used have symbolic value relating to the Greek pantheon. Kevin, can you please give us the Serbian name for it, though? Uh, that would be, uh, Koljiva. Oh, no, Koljivo, Koljivo. (laughs) And what was yours, Jordan? Oh, that would be the Abelskiver. What is an Abelskiver? Uh, it sounds pretty magical. It is... (laughs) It is a traditional Danish spherical pancake, a type of donut with no hole, um, and it's sprinkled with powdered sugar and served with raspberry or strawberry jam. So uh, if I'm grokking this correctly, it's like a donut that's been spun like 360 degrees into like a spherical donut and then filled with jelly, like a jelly It does sound like Christmas. Um, I looked up why... uh carp was a thing that they eat on christmas in poland and one is because it supposedly brings good luck um but more interesting is that the tradition in poland is to serve carp on christmas and it's usually brought home alive and kept in the bathtub for a few days then they have to kill it no (laughs) but some people some people give names to their carp and feel sorry for it and let it go (laughs) so whether or not this carp is able to win your heart in the the couple days that you have it in your bathtub before Christmas uh, determines whether or not it's going to be served up for dinner. Do some people, like, be merciful and just put, like, like a razor blade next to the bathtub for the carp? To just be like, look, if you want to make <laughs> they this... They just put a toaster <laughs> precariously on the edge. If you want to make this easy for both of us, go ahead. I don't know. There's apparently a Canadian children's author, uh, I assume he's a, of Polish ancestry, named Ian... Krakorka, and he has a book out called Carl the Christmas Carp. <laughs> and I'm a little worried what message this is sending to the kids. 
<laughs> so, as you've probably gathered, this is the Christmas episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. We're releasing this for you on Christmas Eve. And it's a show where once a week, we... What do we do? Why am I... What am uh, I talking about? You know what we do? We find out in Finland, they eat reindeer. So <laughs> Santa better not make too too long a stop in Finland because some Blitz people are going to get real hungo. Oh shoot! <laughs> well, I guess we're going to have to replace him with his brother. Oh, well, Kevin, you're onto something. That's why he needed Rudolph. Oh, one of the reindeer got eaten. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, I thought you were going to say because he can shoot lasers out of his nose and he could kill people. No, <laughs> I mean, who really actually wants to use Rudolph? Santa was yeah, on his last. Rudolph is <laughs> Rudolph is the worst character in Tekken Three. <laughs> Who wants to use him? Eddie Gordo. <laughs> this is a podcast where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and we take them and hash them out here on the show. Throw them into a nice fruit cake and have a merry time by all. So, without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So, our first question comes to us from Sean Caldwell. Uh, thank you so much, Sean, who was kind enough to ask the question that we had suggested last episode, and that is Ebenezer Scrooge versus the Grinch. Go. Well, here's the problem. Uh, the Grinch's heart, at the end of the uh, traditional Grinch story, grows three sizes that day. I'm yes. pretty sure that's going to put him at risk for heart disease. Right. Because uh, yep. if your heart gets enlarged, it causes all kinds of problems. Um, so I don't know if we're we're saying who we want to pick in a fight or if like I think that's definitely a part of the argument. Who who we want to uh, you know be a nurturing uh, godfather to our children? Uh, the Grinch isn't going to last long in either one of those scenarios. He probably yeah. probably would have been better for his health if he was just a mean old git. Yeah, just stayed a hermit up there on his mountain with Maximilian the dog. And even if the Grinch, you know, becomes altruistic and everything, he's still an ugly crime against nature. Uh, he still looks like like a hideous, uh, n you know, nightmare abandonment that, that God was just like, you know what, I can't work with this. I'm, I'm just letting <laughs> this one go. Um, whereas Ebenezer Scrooge, he's I don't know, a Kevin. Kevin, that's sounding an awful lot like... Uh, hoot speech. Is it wait? Like you're committing a hoot hoot crime against <laughs> him by saying uh -huh. that because yep. he's a who. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> uh, no, I think the Jim Carrey uh, Grinch sorry. established that he's actually more of a what? Sorry, J James Carrey. James Carrey. Sorry, James yeah. Cameron. J James Cameron Carrey. Uh, James well, Cameron's the Grinch. And on the other hand, I mean, when Scrooge, you know, has his heart changed, all he has to do is go to the dentist to get his, you know, horrible visage fixed up. Oh, yeah, that's true. Because he's British. Um, now, in if you're going with Scrooge, if you're spending Christmas Day with him, he's going to be buying the largest goose in the Christmas in butchery the, in window. The yeah. With the Grinch, he's not actually getting you anything. Oh, shoot, he's just right. giving you back all the stuff that he stole. <laughs> like everyone's really thankful. Like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for all these gifts. But right. no, he didn't. He didn't actually go out of his way to get any of those. He stole them from you, yeah, and he, now he is re-gifting. He's bringing it back down to zero. He's not bringing it up any at all. Um, 
Which actually, that's a really good point. I mean, maybe that's a plus for the Grinch because if you're short on cash, the easiest way is just to steal a bunch of people's gifts and then give them back to them. And then you didn't actually have to <laughs> Pro buy Pro tip for the holidays. Anything. Yeah. If you don't have your Christmas shopping done yet, just go into the other family members' rooms of your house and just take theirs and put your name on it. Some A little whiteout will go a long way. Yeah, and then you're like, you know what? I've seen the error in my ways. I want to give this back to you. And I want to promise you that I will I will be dedicated to the good of mankind for the rest of my life. That's the gift that I got you. And they're like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is the best Christmas ever. And then you're like, cha-ching, I'm going to go get Starbucks. Now, Kevin, <laughs> you talked about how uh, the Grinch, particularly Jim Carrey's Grinch, has such a horrible visage. But what you're forgetting is also that Jim Carrey has played Ebenezer Scrooge. Oh my gosh! In one of those, I forgot that this is the one Jim of Carrey those version. awful Robert Zemeckis uh, creepy face uh, animated productions right. back in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I would argue uh, that Scrooge is even more terrifying than uh, the Grinch. That's a good point. Okay, so let's look at the actors. Let's take. Michael Caine's Ebenezer Scrooge versus uh, Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I don't think there's any question. Now, it is uh, Michael Caine's Ebenezer Scrooge is actually just Alfred, old and embittered, <laughs> after uh-huh. Bruce Wayne finally passes away, right? Yeah, because Bruce Wayne. It's like, eventually... I did everything I could for these orphans, but right. now, you know, I've, I've got to, like, I've got to stick it to them. Right. They had it coming. Well, yeah, because Bruce Wayne changes his name to Marley, Jacob Marley. To, because uh, his his cover gets blown in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. By Clayface, so he has to change his name and he has to go into. Bit oh shoot, that's why the Scrooge has so much money, because because Christian Bale leaves it to him all when he dies. <laughs> oh man, this is heavy. Um, but if we are going with the Michael Caine Scrooge, that also means he has the world's greatest companions. Uh, the Incredible Hulk. What is it? Hulk. The, the, incredible the Incredible Hulk, Hulk. is. <laughs> has Lou Ferrino. Uh huh. Um, Frigno. Uh, Frigno. Whatever. Lou Christmas Frigno. Lou Diamond um, Dobbs. Uh, but he has Gonzo with him as well as Rizzo the Rat. And that's that's going to be hilarious. They're going to be there narrating and eating apples and things. It's gonna it's gonna be delightful. You're also gonna like if you're hanging out with Scroogey Boy, you're gonna be able to do some traveling too. You're gonna fly around the Ghost of Christmas Past. You're gonna feast with the Ghost of Christmas Present. You're gonna have a nice little spectacular thon with the Ghost of Christmas uh, Future. It's gonna be great. Oh, you know what? Okay, well that's a plus for the Grinch though because. For Scrooge, to, no ghosts. For Scrooge to change, he has to go through an entire Charles Dickens book where he describes like a fireplace for forty-two pages. With the Grinch, like minus commercials, that thing is like twelve minutes. It only takes him like twelve minutes to have a heart change. Also, uh, let's not forget uh, that Scrooge will have to endure in that process as well. Uh, in some, some, some. Yep. What am I trying to think of? Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you're you right. Uh, you're so right. <laughs> He'll have to Classic. endure in some... Uh, uh, shoot, what's form. the word? Sh- shape or form. Adaptations. Function? In some adaptations oh, of The Christmas Carol. In some Nicolas Cage's film adaptation. 
And some adaptations of The Christmas Carol, you're going to have to endure uh, the Ghosts of Christmas Present opening up his robes, and there will be two naked, starving children there. Oh, yeah, that's kind of terrifying. Yeah, hey, hey, Charlie, Charlie Dickens, Charlie, Di- Charlie Dickens. He's listening. Um, hey, why did you write that? Why would you do that? That wasn't a good idea. Well, Maybe he did I... it so he could inspire Stephen King to put creepy twins in, in the show. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's what they're based on. <laughs> and twins! Um, I feel like it's going to be a much more high-risk adventure if you're hanging out with the Grinch, though. Because, one, you're going to be performing a lot of breaking and entering. Like, if you get caught for that, you're going to be spending a lot of time in Whoville's jail. Yeah. Uh, two, Which is like, notorious even after, for waterboarding. Even after he decides to give the gifts back, like, he has that crazy Jamaican bobsled nutso ride down the mountain uh to bring him back and almost dies like five times also you have to deal with that little girl cindy lou who wendy's cindy who bacon cheeseburger the, i don't know the baconator he has to deal with the baconator <laughs> that's true he does get to wear this uh sweet um what's the leader hosen in later a uh, real person adaptation though <laughs> all right we need to take a vote on this one jordan what are you going with uh i'll go with uh the grinch reasoning none <laughs> so we can continue this podcast that's my reasoning and i am going to go ahead and go with scrooge because i would like any reason to spend time with the muppets if I can get into that verse, like I'll go for it. I don't care if here comes Mr. Humbug, here comes Mr. Grimm. If there was a prize for being mean, the winner would be him. Kevin? Uh, you know... Break this I'm, guy. I'm going to go with Ebenezer Scrooge because the, the Who's Christmas song has always super creeped me out. The... The, the like the creepy like backwards cult Satan summon lyrics the Fahu oh yeah if you play that song on reverse yeah in fact I think I brought this up last Christmas episode so I'm just not gonna talk about it again but um but also uh Ebenezer Scrooge gets to hang out with big old fat dude and I think that's what everybody's missing at Christmas exactly that's where the myth of Santa came from sorry spoiler alert. Um, is that just everyone wants someone with a belly like a bowl full of jelly to chill with on Christmas. Well, I say everybody like wants a bowl full of jelly, so the hope is that you could taunt on Santa up and just grab that jelly. <laughs> Very true. Like, so thank uh, you. And I thought he was jolly on the outside. So thank you so much for your questions, Sean. And next time you have to choose between siding with Scrooge or with the Grinch, go ahead with Scrooge. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Jeremy Sayer. Thank you so much, Jeremy, who wants what to know. What does he say? Er. He says, er, uh, toboggan versus inner tube. Which is better? Go. Inner tube. I don't know. Like, Inner tubes, you got a bit too much like ricochet rabbit action going on. Like, you go down on an inner tube, and it's going to be real easy for someone to hit you and send you, like, flying off in another direction. Is that the point, though? Yeah. Like, it's oh, like that's absolutely, cars, Yeah, that's snow. absolutely the point. 
it's also uh, it's ungainly to like this. They're so big, it's ungainly to carry it up the hill. Well, you don't carry yeah. it up the hill. You you get those inner tubes. If you're doing it right, you're going to that uh, ski resort that has a one slope dedicated to uh, inner tube riding. And you hook your tube onto this thing that you sit in the tube, and it pulls the tube up the mountain for you. So you're just sitting in your tube all the way up the mountain. Also, is there an outer tube? What's an outer tube look like? Um, that's that's when a, a doctor pulls too hard on the umbilical cord when he's delivering uh, uh, an inner tube. Oh, that you know what? Outer tube. Yeah. That's a big minus for inner tubes is that if, if you're not careful and a bunch of people have inner tubes, you can get your tubes tied. And you don't oh. want, you don't want that. If you don't if you want children, you don't want your tubes tied. Although it can be beneficial to have your tubes tied. Uh, if you want to have that like flotilla all going down at the same time. <laughs> yeah, and be like, super could, jerks to take up the entire could, sledding hill. You could take things <laughs> over, you know, your clotheslining folks. Yeah, you, you, you want to make down. that tube train. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that can be pretty cool. Uh, but I think like my biggest problem with inner tubes is that you can't steer with a toboggan. Like you're gonna have those like little that little wedge thing on the front where you can put your feet on. You can actually well, like control which direction you're going. Inner tube, you kind of get started down, and then Tyler, you're just you know. It's good you brought this up because Kevin and I really wanted to hold an intervention that. You really need to learn to let go of all the little things and stop trying to control your life so hard. Like, And Do- I think the first step here is admitting that inner tubes are pretty awesome. Yeah. Don't go chasing waterfalls. So I need to let go and let love of inner tubes uh, lead into, you on. into my heart. Yes. Because, yes. Tyler, <laughs> love lifts us up to the inner tube that we belong in. Um disadvantage inner tube is that they can also pop like unless you've got one of those like if you have a machete and what's interesting is inner tubes are very much the opposite of pringles in that once you pop the fun does indeed (laughs) stop in fact it's only when when you pop that the fun stops also let's not forget your inner tube oh winter's over oh my toboggan can't use that anymore but my inner tube Let's go out on the lake. Let's no. attach that to my boat, and we're That's lazy river. No, water tobogganing is awesome. Water tobogganing <laughs> sounds, sounds a little that close sounds to like a torture device. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, and that's the thing too is that hey, we're not in the 1700s anymore, so nobody actually uses toboggans. How's a toboggan different from a sled versus all the others? Well, toboggan. That's the thing. That's... Like. A toboggan Internet. has the the like wrap around at the front. It's got that the old the old turn up. So, oh. which which yeah, is great. That? Yeah, which that? is great if you have like twelve people going down there. Which, by the way, isn't great because it's annoying. Because then somebody falls off, and then somebody you're like, oh, I don't want to hit that person. Um, but it's even but you worse. also have a nice plow if you need to run anyone over. Look, if I'm gonna plow somebody, I'm not gonna use the toboggan. It's a traditional form of transport used by the Innu and Cree of northern Canada. Innu? Now... It? Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you look that up, or did you use your Innuitution? Innuitition. <laughs> uh, I looked it up. Um, advantage of the inner tube, though, is you can attach that bad boy to, like, a snowmobile or something and just get whipped around like you are... Um, Not a boat. Yeah. Uh, and that can be pretty fun, 
I've, I've done that before. But it's also harrowing. Something else that is really harrowing, though, is once you get on one of those toboggan, like, you can get going a lot faster than an inner tube. Like, those bad boys are aerodynamic. They're, they're set up to go as fast as possible. That can get pretty scary if you don't, you know, like, throw your legs on the ground to break. Oh. But if you're in an inner tube, it can be, if you're, like, you know, butt in the center of the donut and, like, your torso up and your feet up in the air, like, there's not much you can do to slow down those bad boys either. Well, but the the plus for the toboggan is that you can totally bend her this, and you can put spikes on the front and spikes on the sides so that, you know, nobody tries to beat you in the Coliseum of, of snow sledding. Because yeah. everyone knows that sledding is, in fact, a competition to be the fastest, the best, the strongest, <laughs> I, the wisest. It, it always is for me. I always go down the hill, and then the guy that I beat, I'm like, oh, you suck. You're the worst. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And you're like, yeah, that's you how, uh, That's how bobsledding works, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No one actually knows that they're bobsledding. Even that's the how the, the sport of skeleton works, right? That's why it's called skeleton. Uh, yes. No, that just works because you, you're supposed to be racing skeletons. Them. Yeah, or making your toboggan out of right. skeletons. Now, should we? I feel um, like we should note that uh, if we were asking Calvin and Hobbes this question, they're going to go with the toboggan because that's true. They're always using that toboggan. Um, another advantage of the inner tube, though, is that it is a lot easier for you to stand up on a moving inner tube and then jumps onto someone else's inner tube and throw them out of it, uh, pirate style. That sounds really Which is always a, always a fun time with the siblings. Oh, I also feel like with the toboggan, say a snowball war uh, breaks out, you can turn that bad boy on his side, use it as a pretty good shield. With uh, the inner tube, you turn that on the side, there's a hole right in the middle. Tyler, you they, have they clearly have never beaten somebody with an inner tube before. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a kind soul. I come from simple mountain folk. Uh, the inner tube is the ideal thing to whack somebody with because you're not going to actually hurt them, but it will still knock them over onto the ground. <laughs> All right. We need to take a vote on this. Kevin, which are you going with? I'm going with the inner tube because most of the time uh, nobody will go sledding with me. So if I was on a toboggan all by myself, I would look like the saddest of men. <laughs> Wee. Oh, this whole long thing's just for me. I'm going so fast. I would love to see you uh, just inner tubing through the streets of New York, though, Kevin. Just like giving yourself a little running start and then diving down on it. Because... Yeah, because there's, there's so many hills in New York. Right. Because I'm the king of New York. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's true. Watch you could, if only, I'm Kevin, if you, were, if you had a gang in New York, you could do that tobogganing, though. Right. Um, or if I had a New York minute, I would be able to use it to go sledding. You could rig your toboggan up to some of those rats and just have them pull you around like sled dog style. Yeah, they're big enough. <laughs> Jordan, what you going with? I'm going with inner tube because they look like donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a good Christmas donut. And I am going to go with toboggan because I, I like to be in control. I like I like to know what's going on. Also, they just yeah. But how much how much control do you really have? You only have one direction copyright that you can go, uh, and that is down. You can't steer. No, you wedge your feet in. This is no Tyler. This is not a sled. A sled has rudders. A toboggan is a piece of wood that is curved up at the front. 
No, I, I am looking at toboggan with handles that you pull on to to steer right at this very moment. What? No, that's a sled. Uh, well, good point. Either way, I think the word's cooler. So thank you so much for your question, Jeremy. And next time you have to choose between a toboggan or an inner tube, go ahead with that inner tube. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Zach Zimmerman. Thank you so much, Zach, who wants to know, Santa's elves versus Legolas. Go. Legolas? Yes. You mean Legolas? Um, no, no, the leg of a lass. Like the leg of a girl. I mean a small girl made out of Legos. Um, is it, what else is it pronounced? Isn't it Legolas? I'm pretty sure it's Legolas. Yeah. What, if, Legolas if you, if you is an America. elf that just kind of like... That's you're thinking of Le- Lieutenant Dan, who is more in the New Year's spirit than the Christmas spirit, to be honest. Um, so advantage Santa's elves—they've got strength in numbers. There's gonna there's gonna be a lot of those little guys, and they're all gonna have tiny hammers, drills. Like they're gonna be able to go hammer brothers on Legolas, just start hurling them at him. And they're also, you know, they're I'm gonna kick you builders. in your Legolas if you keep pronouncing it like that. <laughs> they are also great builders, so they're going to be able to make little siege towers to be able to get up and hit them in the face. Uh, They're going to be able to create catapults. um, I don't know. Depending on how advanced you assume that their technology is, they're going to be able to make all kinds of weapons to use against this guy. Yeah, but they're also, like, if we're talking about a fight, their morale is going to be terrible because that's like in in the age of empires uh that that's always their weakness is that you know santa has authoritarian control over them but their spirits have been crushed and that's the only reason that he can get them to work 20,000 hour weeks <laughs> that's true i mean the elves uh to have a stake in the fight they're probably going to be you know fighting for their, for their homeland they're probably going to have to be defending the North Pole. They'll also uh, need advantage, a cow to make that stake. Advantage, uh, Legolas. 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 Advantage, advantage, Legolas. Uh, he is one. He's going to have that bow, and we've already seen that he's quite the marksman. He's going to be able to, you know, do that little contest county dealy that he does that he's, is one of legolas's powers he's, he's also really going to win counting. all the elf ladies hearts that's true like so he's going to turn at least half half the population uh against them probably because... closer to like five eights because he'll probably uh, pick up some of the male elves too <laughs> yeah the, he's going to head down to the mail room and be like hey guys how's it going and well plus as we've seen from the second hobbit movie Legolas can be anywhere, even if he's not supposed to visit, even if it's not physically possible that he's supposed to be there. So, like, he's just going to particle physics it and, like, show up right behind all of the elves and then just stab him right in the neck. Very true. Um, He also, you know, he's going to be able to wait him out. Like, he's got more or less an infinite lifespan. Like, if he just kind of, you know, like snipes outside their building for a good long while then eventually they're going to starve he's going to cut off their supply chains now do santa's elves have any magic inherent to them uh like, yes they, they have can little build spells toy soldiers or anything? 
that are animates. Okay. So they're going to have an army of toy soldiers. Um a la the movie Toy Soldiers. Oh, they can also they can read the minds of toys. Oh yeah, so they know exactly what the toys are. Exactly thinking. right. Oh, the elves are going to have Will Ferrell on their side of elf fame. <laughs> thank you for <laughs> thank you. Yeah, well, I guess he could annoy Legolas because he is pretty annoying in that movie. That's true. So Legolas, or maybe like... Leg- Legolas will get in the shower. And, you know, they'll start singing a beautiful duet. Oh, gosh. I was very worried where you were going with that. <laughs> um, I just, like, does anybody actually like Legolas? Uh, I think he's all right. I think Orlando Bloom is kind of not great. I yeah. always just saw Legolas as a foil to Gimli, who is clearly the best character in The Lord of the Rings. Oh, of course. Right. I mean, it, it's just, it doesn't seem very fair, because Legolas can do things like stab people with arrows, which you're not able to do, because that's not how they work. Because they oh, would just stab split people with arrows. Yeah, they would just they have would to be break really hard, strong ones. Yeah. Uh, and, these are elven arrows, Kevin. Go on. Oh, so they're made from trees that'll live forever? Yes. Well, yes. Even even after they've been cut from the tree. I just think, like, I've seen Legolas a bajillion times. I've seen Pirate Legolas in Pirates of the Caribbean. I've seen uh, that Elizabeth other... Elizabethtown Legolas? Yeah, Elizabethtown Legolas, where he takes the love of his life on a stupid journey to do stuff. Um, I haven't seen enough Christmas elves. You know what I want to see? I want to see Christmas elves and uh, wild hogs. I want to see a group of Christmas elves going to relive their elf childhood by going and starting a motorcycle game. That's what I want to see. Uh, I don't want to see Wild Hogs, because I really don't want to see that movie with Tim Allen, John Travolta, Martin Lawrence, William H. Macy uh, going through their midlife crisis and becoming a uh, motorcycle gang. But what if they were all Legolas's? Oh, that's true. I'm going to go ahead and vote for a um a episode of Wild Hogs featuring Orlando Bloom as all of the roles. <laughs> all right, Kevin, what are you going with? You know what? I'm I'm going with Christmas elves and only because they're the only thing that can get the American economy back on track. If we just if we capture a couple of those little dudes, we're going to have jobs galore. Whereas if we capture Legolas, we're just going to have a bunch of women who can't choose between uh, Edward from Twilight and Legolas from Twilight. Of course. Yeah, he's in He's in Breaking Dawn 3. It's true. Electric the, 3. Tree. <laughs> Electric tree. Uh, Jordan? Uh, I'm gonna go with Legolas because the classical Christian depict or uh, Christmas depiction. The cr- of, the Christian the, depiction. The of classical Legolas. Christian depiction of Legolas is Christmas uh, depiction. Of, a man with a halo. Can't may I speak? Uh, do Do you have the conch? Do you have the conch? Please please furnish him with the conch. The classical Christmas depiction of elves are really more akin to gnomes, and since when have gnomes been good in a fight? That's true. Well, and, what about that movie? Nomeo and Juliet? 
<laughs> or journey to the center of the gnome. Uh, Legolas's sword will journey to the center of a gnome pretty easily. So, And I am going to go ahead and go with Legolas because, you know, one look in those eyes and those, they're, they're, they're either going to want to be him or be with him. Just they're going to be paralyzed. <laughs> so thank you so much oh, for your yeah. question. Black, Black Hawk down, Legolas. Black Pete down. Was Legolas. he in Black Hawk down? Yeah. He was the one guy that falls out of the helicopter that starts the whole dang thing. Oh, oh he yeah. was Private Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you so much for your question, Zach. And next time you have to choose between Santa's elves or Legolas, go ahead with Legolas. You're going to be glad you did. Another one from Jeremy Sayer. Thanks so much, Jeremy. You really... He threw some awesome ones at us. You Christmased uh, it out of the park. He wants to know, decking the halls versus trimming the tree. Go. Do we get the third option of rolling out the barrel? What is what is rolling out the barrel? Barrel Kevin, of Yule Tide like Is is it just like stocking the house with liquor? Is this an actual thing? I don't know, but it involves Angela Lansbury, so that sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> um well, advantage trimming the tree. Uh you know, that is like going to be the centerpiece of the room. Like that's the thing that people care about. You can skip decorating the entire rest of the house if you have a well-trimmed tree. Uh, disadvantage though, it says a lot of work. Like you've got to get all those ornaments up there and you've got to be careful that the bulbs don't drop and break. Um, you got to string like popcorn around it. Uh, although that is an advantage. Trimming the tree, there is a much higher chance that there are snacks on that tree that you're going to be able to enjoy throughout the holidays whether it's the popping corn or just grabbing a candy cane off there every once in a while. Can I read you the original lyrics to Deck the Halls? Yes, please. Oh, how soft my fair one's bosom. Fa la 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 la. Oh, how sweet the grove in blossom. Fa la 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 la. Oh, how blessed are the blisses, words of love and mutual kisses. That's weird, okay? So <laughs> decking, decking here's, your new, here's your new creepy pickup line, folks. Boy, I'd like to tend to your grove. <laughs> Ooh, no, hey, do you want to exchange some mutual kisses? No, uh, mutual kisses are my favorite kisses. kinds of kisses. Yeah. You'd be cool with that? <laughs> Here, just stand well, one there. One Direction kisses. Who stand, wouldn't want to get on that? Stand there stolidly and let me kiss yeah, you. Would you mind standing like a mannequin while I attempt to kiss you? Uh, Another deck in the hole, so I guess just means like making out with people? Yeah, that's, that's exactly what it means. All right, well, that sounds pretty good. Well, no, that is an advantage of decking the halls, though. Um, if you are the one decking the halls, you decide exactly where... And how frequently mistletoe is going to appear in your home. Like, you can just set up a number of, of places. Like, oh, hey, see, getting some milk out of the fridge? Up, oh, mistletoe. Like, oh, hey, getting getting ready to hang your coat? Up, oh, mistletoe. What's that? Getting, getting ready to take a shower? All right, mistletoe. You can transform your house in a few easy steps into Smooch Central. <laughs> uh, also, with Deck in the Halls, you're going to get to... Uh... You get to see that blazing Yule. You, man, I like to go blazing Yule, if you know what I'm talking about. 
Yeah, Yul Brenner. Yeah. I don't. I still don't actually know what decking the halls means. Decking the halls is decorating your home. So either way, we're looking at a chore that nobody really wants to do. Well, I think that trimming the tree is a bit more of a chore, though. Depends on how big your house is. Because if you're trimming the tree, like, first you have to acquire a tree. And you have to, you know, argue with the family about which one you're going you're gonna to pick out. And then once you get it home, like, you have to set it up and put a skirt on it and take it out to dinner. Cause you can't, or... Yeah, because you can't have a naked tree. But there's going to, like, unless you feed it a special concoction of sugar water every day, then you're going to have pine needles all over your house. Like, that's going to be annoying. And you're going to have to take it out and burn it afterwards, which is kind of cool, but not exactly fun. Yeah, but trimming the tree, no one actually knows how to do that. So everybody just pretends that they're like, oh, I guess I'm trimming the tree. Like, what are you going in there with, like, lawn shears and being like, all right, oh, we yeah, got to take. Get all Edward Scissorhands on. We got to take these ornaments off, so clip this branch. Like, no, you're going in there, you're like, okay, honey, my chore for today is trimming the tree. And then you go in there. See, that was me talking to my fictional wife. Um, and then you go in there and you're like, all right, uh, I guess I'll just polish off a six of uh, Bud Light, get that sixer done. Then you come back Maybe. and you're like, all right. I've I've finished trimming the tree. Maybe that, that would be some nice decoration. Just putting empty Bud Light cans in in the boughs of your tree, spread throughout. The, I mean, they're shiny, especially maybe, in, in uh, the bowels of your tree. Maybe Jeremy was referring to the Mannheim Steamroller album of Christmas music, trimming the tree. Um, oh, no, because yeah. Mannheim Steamroller <laughs> is dumb. Man, I'm Seamroller, the poor man's uh, Trans-Siberian Orchestra? Yes. Also, I don't like the Trans-Siberian Orchestra because I don't like anything that's trying to bridge the gap between Siberia and anything else. Oh, I thought you were going to say, I don't like anything that's trying to bridge the gap between progressive rock and modern music. Well, that too. I thought you were going to say anything that's trying to bridge the gap between male and female. I mean, I'm fine with trans myself. (laughs) The only prog rock album that I will support is The Who's uh who who's it christmas i don't know i feel like trimming the tree though is more of a family affair like decking the halls it's usually like one person in the house really cares about christmas and so they're like okay i'm gonna hang some wreaths and put some lights up and spread some cookies around oh that is my favorite part of decking the halls though is just setting like cookie stations throughout the house uh but when you trim the tree like it's always like oh Tina has her box of ornaments that she has to put up. Look, it's this baby picture. Here's your first graduation thing. Like, in my house, it's a whole ordeal of making sure, like, everyone's present and and everybody hangs their ornaments and all these kind of things. And it becomes this, like, hours-long chore. Well, although I... The guy, the question asker did not specify... See, usually you're saying deck the halls with boughs of holly... But it doesn't specify. You could deck the halls with all pictures of yourself. So <laughs> so that the halls are just decked with a bunch of pictures of Kevin. And that would be awesome. And what, that if, would be what if, if your name your was sweater. Holly? Oh, oh my, like my sister-in-law. Or, yeah. or like a uh, friend of the show, Holly Stansford. I know. So folks just find them and just be like, so you got some, some bows? Like, I'm, hey, could you like deck, deck my deck house? You... No, they actually come into your home and just, like, bow to applause oh, okay, uh, yeah. a number of times. Uh-huh. Like a little Pavarotti type of thing. 
Now, does decking the halls, does that include, like, the exterior of the house? Would that include setting no, up no, lights it's, on your it's, home? It's just hallways. See, that's the thing. This is why decking the halls is such a great choice, is because it's not going to take very long at all, because all you're decking is the hallways. You don't have to deck the actual rooms. That's true. All right, we need to take a vote on this. Jordan, what are you going with? Uh, I'm going to go with trimming the tree, because I'm pretty sure decking the halls is also probably some type of Irish slang for getting completely wasted and then beating up everybody in a bar. So <laughs> I am going to go with uh, decking the halls because I am uh, suicidal. I'm an enjoyer of alcohol, yes, and and being beat up. Uh, but also, I just like I don't I don't like things on me. And when you're trimming a tree, like you wind up covered in sap and pine needles and it's really it's not a pleasant experience i don't enjoy it that's why i don't come home until like the evening of christmas eve when everything's already decorated kevin i got to take your house yes yes sup um it's very is that how your family talks during christmas yep, time? yeah shut your gob or I'll sh- shut it with a point of guinness not the liquid. I'll use the glass, and it'll hit your teeth. It'll you break them. Cockney. Let's uh, yeah, I kind of shifted on there. Um, uh, you know, it is very tempting to get drunk and punch people, but I am gonna go with uh the Christmas trimming because you do get a bunch of sap on yourself, and then you can squeeze it out and make yourself some Christmas syrup. So. Thank you so much for your question, Jeremy. And next time you have to choose between decking the halls or trimming the tree, go ahead and trim the tree, right? Yeah. And that's what Kevin Yeah, said? that's what Yeah, I... go ahead and trim the tree. You're going to be glad you did. And our final question uh, with the little bit of time that we have left is from friend of the show, Eric Be- Tribio. Before Thank we you die. so much. <laughs> Eric. Well, the world, hold know? on, guys. The world did end one year ago yesterday. Oh, yeah, so. that's right. true. <laughs> Whoa, hey, not to bring it down, but did you guys hear that uh, Harold Camping is dead? I heard he di- he's dead. Yeah. Oh, man. Did he ever, looks like, like... Looks like the rapture finally came for him. Ooh, that's a little insensitive. Uh, well, maybe I think he was all insensitive for cheating, you know, hundreds of stupid Americans out of their hard-earned money by yeah, that, convincing. That's a really good yeah. point, actually. Um, our final question comes to us from friend of the show, Eric Dribio. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, season's greetings versus happy holidays. Go. Well, with season's greetings also comes uh, season's eatings, which is oh yeah my favorite part of you know the whole shebang. So just thought I'd throw that out there. You you also can have seasonings greetings, which is just like here I've I put a good bit of um, I don't know what's yeah. what are seasonings yep, rosemary cumin <laughs> everyone's favorite seasoning a little bit of garlic um. Seasons greetings, though, I feel like is a bit too broad. Like, you could say seasons greetings at any point of the year. Like, oh, hey, seasons greetings. It's 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 spring. You enjoying these these May showers uh-huh. for or April showers mm-hmm. for May flowers? Yeah. 
Whereas Happy Holidays, at least you're like, oh, hey, you know, like, let let me acknowledge the fact that you were probably celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah or Kwanzaa or Winter Solstice, you know, for you Wiccan out there. But Season's Greetings doesn't even imply an emotion. Happy Holidays is like, okay, at least it's going to be happy. Season's Greetings is like, hey, it's winter. Season's Greetings, you're going to be miserable for three months. Well, but to be fair, that's more like a realist outlook because most people aren't happy during the holidays. That's true. Is there what's um, what's the greeting that makes people be happy for the holidays? Like that uh, that doesn't give them a choice. Seasonous gratuitous <laughs> gratuitous seasonings. Yes. Um. Well, advantage of happy holidays is that it's kind of like an aloha phrase. Where it can be uh, a hello or a goodbye. Hello, like you see someone. <laughs> hello, You ho- see someone. You're like, oh, hey, happy holidays. Let me talk. Blah 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 blah. All right, see you later. Or like, oh, okay, happy holidays. See you. See you later. Whereas seasons greetings, you can't, you know, finish up a conversation and be like, well, seasons greetings. Well, uh, no, but you could. Uh, I think. I think the 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 unibrow of that is ho ho ho. You know, you you see somebody. Oh, ho ho ho. And you're like, all right, well, I got to grab some food. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> How often do you use that uh, during the uh, the Xmas season? Well, I haven't been, but now I'm going to use it exclusively. <laughs> all right, ho, 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 guys. I got to get out of here. Um, I don't know. I feel like ha- happy holidays also is just like, hey, I hope your holidays are happy. It's not just, you know, kind of like a hello. It is it is a season out and I am I am acknowledging your presence. Although, you know, greetings are are always fun. Like how many times do you get to greet someone during the year? Well, I guess any time you see someone. <laughs> I just like the word greetings. Well, but that's kind of passing the buck, isn't it? Like happy holidays at least you're wishing them a happy holiday. Seasons greeting, it's like, "Hey, over there, some seasons are going to greet you. I don't have time, but you'll, you know, you'll get the idea." Now, what are your favorite seasonings to be greeted by? Um, I'm a garlic guy. I mean, garlic's a vegetable. Which is a little, it's not a, it's little, not a seasoning. Uh, what's what qualifies a seasoning then? Uh, it's something that if you had a bowl of it, you wouldn't want to eat it straight. It's probably salt then. Salt, I salt everything. Good seasoning. Ooh, I love I'm a fan of like the oregano. Ooh, I love I, I love the paprika. Pizza. Cinnamon, cinnamon's good. Ooh, cinnamon is good. S- Cinnamon's real good. Cinnamon takes a back limit or backseat to nobody. Put some sugar in with that cinnamon. Throw it on some buttered, buttered toast. I loved that uh, that ad campaign from the Cinnamon Council. Cinnamon takes a backseat to nobody. Right. <laughs> also, if you throw it in the fire, it makes like cool purple flames. Is that true? I think so. Yeah, it does something weird when Sounds you throw like it in you the made fire. I haven't done it in a while. That's one of those camp tricks that you learn. Ah, camp tricks. That's that's the new segment on our show. Camp tricks goes goes well as a foil to farmers. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, camp tricks. Uh, don't go to camp. Yeah, that's the ultimate yep. trick. Keep yourself from getting poison ivy. All right, we need to finish up this show. Uh, Jordan, which are you going with? Uh, let's go with season's greetings. Kevin. You know, I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Happy Holidays because it's very easy to change it to Crappy Holidays if you're mad at somebody. Oh, whoa! 
super burn. I am also going to go oh, but with happy. No, holidays. I'm switching my vote because you can do seasons beatings instead, and then you just punch them. <laughs> oh, hey, seasons beatings, punch in the face. I'm gonna go with happy holidays because I feel like it's the most versatile of the two. Um, but Eric, next time you have to choose between seasons greetings or happy holidays, go ahead with those seasons greetings. You're going to be glad you did. And seasons greetings to all of you, our listeners. Thank you so much for uh, sticking with us. Uh, we hope you had some fun. Uh, we wouldn't know why, but um, we always appreciate you joining us. Uh, if you would like to send us a question or even just some seasons greetings, uh, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's ninjas vs no period podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'd be happy to um, to respond to those and to take questions for future episodes, especially our upcoming episode. This is episode 99. So our next one is going to be the hundredth episode. Uh, send us any questions you want, uh, any meta questions, any hundred themed questions. Uh, we'd be happy to take those. Uh, we also will be doing some addendums. If you have any decisions that we've made over the last, uh, well, two years over, geez, uh, over the decades, uh, we've clearly made some poor decisions. So if you would like us to clarify anything, uh, bring up new points, then you can go ahead and send those our way and if you don't agree with us chappy holidays to you i hope your lips get yes. chapped. <laughs> um you can also find us on facebook.com slash ninjas versus podcast we're always chatting with folks on there posting funny things we find uh or you can get in touch with us on twitter at ninjas versus podcast or with the nvp hashtag to be qualified for the tweet of the week jordan do we have a tweet of the week yeah our tweet of the week is from charlie moore who says Representing MVP's portfolio companies at the gym, which apparently <laughs> our portfolio companies are at Misfit Wearables and at Topo Athletic. Oh and yeah, the, we, we invested all of our money money the into Topo Athletic. The picture attached is apparently a pair of shoes that we make. Oh, Christmas shoes, yeah. Um, no, we don't actually go to the gym. We just have representatives right. who go for us. Oh yeah, I mean that's the same as working out, right? Our new Twitter so follower for the week. Doing it. Our new Twitter follower for the week is Unique Humans at Unique Humans. So we got Unique New York. Unique Humans. Do they just celebrate Unique Humans, or are they just pointing you out say that humans we're all or humids? Humans. Humans. No humans. No, they they are Unique Humans. They're the only Unique Humans. Oh, they're special, beautiful snowflakes. Yep. Um, thank you so much to Xmas Movie Soundtrack. Um for letting us use their music for our holiday shows for another year. Um, especially head over to their Bandcamp and check out the album Fog of Yore, which we used for our intro this week, one of those songs. It is a Christmas ambient album, and honestly, the best thing to be listening to, whether you're decking the halls or trimming the tree, or just, I don't know, riding a toboggan or massacring elves. It's, it's great for any occasion. So head on over there and check that out um otherwise i think that's covering most of it is there anything i'm leaving out oh also go ahead and check out kevin's new website kevingallcomedy.com that's g-a-u-l like the gallic people gaelic people gallic? like the gauls yeah the gauls old france it's not like someone who has a lot of gall 
Although Kevin has some. Oh, I do. Kevin, um, do you have a review section of uh, your your website? Uh, I for people to leave ratings and reviews. Uh, no, I'm saying I'm saying like to have press quotes and that kind of stuff. Because I would love for you to have a section like that, and then from Doctor James Dixon, uh, while while standing next to me at a urinal, he has the gall to stand there. <laughs> that is something. Yeah, that you need a blurb section. Yeah, there is something that that is something that a professor said to me while we were peeing at a urinal. Uh, well, we were peeing at separate urinals, but they were next now. To there was a divider involved, correct? Yes, there was. Oh, thankfully. No, that phrase became the ultimate divider yeah. between them. <laughs> we never you spoke again. The, you should put that on the website, though. Uh, of course, yeah. That's going to be on the but front page. But go to www.kevingallcomedy.com. Um, was kevinjgall.com I'd... taken? Uh, I don't. I don't think I checked. Uh, but I'd, I'd say it, it even rivals georgehampy.com. Um, but you can see some glamour shots of Kevin on there, as well as uh, check out some of his stand-up. Oh, and check out awesome. his fake autobiography. That's right. I have a, I have a, I have a photobiography up there. A photobiography. Oh, if only. <laughs> and I think that covers everything. Thank you so much for joining us. Um... Our final question, I just, I'm so thankful all the time. Our final question, um, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus... Krampus. Um, oh, the, the Krampus, because ninjas are always naughty. <laughs> <sighs> That's true. I, 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 I bow to Kevin's logic. <laughs> And I, I'm actually going to go with ninjas uh, because they have swords. All Krampus has is like a bundle of sticks. I don't know why he always ca- – oh, wait. No, that's like for whipping. Yeah. He also has some it's chains. A switch, bro. And chains. Oh, yeah. He's going to switch into, into battle mode and be, and be ready for him. <laughs> switch right over. Uh-huh. Oh, man, Krampus is terrifying. Yes. Why would yes. – why, why are Germans – why do they exist? They're my people. Uh, because the important way to teach lessons is to terrify your children. <laughs> so, thank you so much for joining us. As ever, I'm Tyler. Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time. Ho, 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 guys. We'll see you later. Happy <laughs> Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa. All right, we're, we're going to go, Merry we're gonna go get some ice cream. Ho, ho, ho. shepherds, nor yet orient kings. The tale is old to us. To them, it was new. They came to see and stayed to worship him. Let us, like them, a while remain to worship here. Be silent yet a space. This is the hour, and this the holy place. Within the dark Gethsemane of our years, the miracle of Christmas now appears. Huh?
How's how's your neuroscientist research been going? What can you tell us about the human brain? Jordan, I got to tell you, we've uh, we've come up with some really interesting things related to okra uh, and how it affects the brain's neurosynapses. Oh, really? Do you have a do you have a good okra recipe you can share with everyone? You know, I do. Uh, it's twelve pounds of okra and three pounds of uh, coffee grounds. When you mix it up in there, you add a dash of paprika. And you got yourself uh, something you're really going to want to show the family and uh, show it to them in their mouths. 